0: Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Movies. As always, I'm Johnny Mockney, and my guest today is the great Jake Ford. Uh, Jake's been on the podcast once before good friend of the podcast good friend of mine he was once a great michigan comedian and now he's a great new york comedian jake joined me over zoom to uh discuss the new evil dead movie which this is kind of a first for the podcast and somebody wanted to come on and talk about something that recent but he was pretty psyched over it and um me too obviously if you're familiar with me uh obviously i'm a huge fan of the evil dead films obviously i saw this movie in theaters Um, if you're an Evil Dead completionist, I have covered the first four movies on this podcast before, way at the beginning of the podcast with Trevor and, uh, Zach, so, um, feel free to go visit that episode. And if you haven't seen Evil Dead Rise, it did come out earlier this year. It's currently on HBO Max, so definitely check it out if you haven't. And, um, I just had a great conversation with Jake Per usual, you should follow him on Instagram and TikTok. He's there at Comic Jake Ford. He also hosts a podcast called Unless You Live Hardcore, which he does with Kyle Forsyth, also a previous guest on the show. Um, Great podcast. Highly recommend listening to it. Highly recommend checking out Jake's stuff. He's incredibly funny. One of the smartest, funniest uh, writers that I know and, um, sharp and edgy in, like, the right ways, um, I, I don't wanna, I don't know, I don't wanna keep trying to, like, find a way to articulate how good he is, but, uh, if you've checked him out before, you know, so, we had a great time, covered a lot of ground, we even pitched our own Evil Dead movie, which I thought was pretty ludicrous, but an amazing idea, and it's just out there in the open, so, Warner Brothers, if you're listening, feel free to take it, please give us credit if you can, um, Anyway, without any further ado, please enjoy this very cursed episode of We Are Movies. How do you feel like, because sometimes the luxury of being a comedian in a place like Michigan is you're a big fish in a small pond, and then, you know, you're obviously, you're kind of starting from scratch again. Oh, dude, it's been...
1: that. Dude, the transition of like doing great mics and shows all the time to basically yeah. basically having no quality stage time. <laughs> it's been like a real mind fuck, but yeah. it does like I don't know, it just makes you mentally tougher in a weird way. Like I've gotten to a point now where like it, it really used to fuck with me mentally being at those open mics where it'd be only comedians. Yeah, I just I would just know I'm like, I'm going to bomb. They're all going to like treat me like I'm a dipshit, even though I'm probably better at comedy than them. So that's yeah. been a real mind mindfuck. Um, but like, I don't know, you get to a weird point where you're just like immune to it, not immune to it. It can still fuck with you sometimes, but like you can start to put up a bit of a wall mentally. And now I'm able to do that and just um, actually perform as if I was in a real room. Like I'll straight nice. up still, I'll perform hard for like five open micers dude i don't even care anymore because i'm like i still need this practice of like real performing because like i can't just like phone it in during these mics and then just flip that switch on when i go to a real show it's not you need to practice so yeah it's been like real difficult and i've uh definitely had some thoughts that weren't very positive (laughs) about some of the open micers around the scene so sure but i've gotten past that you know that's just me being negative
0: yeah is there well i guess to be positive can you think of one good open mic in new york yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's definitely
1: um there's this girl bonnie q who runs these uh their stand prov mics they're at the new york comedy club oh cool and those are great i don't know how the fuck this girl does it but like so they're monday wednesday friday at five and then there's one at saturday at two and i've probably done that one the most i don't know how this girl does it saturday 2 p.m she will have like a real audience at this fucking thing i'm like dude how did you do this like everybody should be sleeping still
0: (laughs) no that's incredible that's really cool um You uh, specifically reached out about wanting to talk about Evil Dead Rise. Uh, I did. Was this something, did you see in the theater and it lingered with you for a while or had you just seen it and you had all these things you wanted to get out? I just watched it in my apartment on HBO
1: Max like a few nights ago, or probably about a week ago at this point. And I was like, dude, that movie was so fucked up. I have to talk to Johnny (laughs) about this.
0: Yeah. Were (laughs) were you just
1: like. We're both like massive fans of the franchise in general. Like we both grew up on it and love it. And I was like, oh, this one's different though. Cause like it's, it's the only movie in that franchise where they're not in like a cabin in the woods or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's in LA in a, in an apartment. Like this could be pretty unique.
0: So I have to watch it. Well, it kind of introduces you finally to like what could be the longevity of the franchise. Cause for the l- longest time, it was like, it has to be about Ash. Right. And yeah. then we had, we had that remake that was like, okay, but it's still kind of a, re- it's a remake of the original. And then now we're kind of going like, oh, no, Evil Dead could literally go forever. And it could just be about somebody yeah. finding a book in some new place. You know? I mean, personally,
1: I still think the like original reboot, like the one they made in like 2017, I think that's like yeah. the strongest one in the entire franchise. That movie was that like, really good. That movie is fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, my God.
0: Have you always been like a gore hound when it comes to movies? No, or- I'm really no. not
1: a gore hound. I just think that that. Those movies have such a strong like backstory and yeah. like lore about it that it's it's good enough that I can get past all the gore. I really don't like believe it or not, Johnny. I did not enjoy seeing that man get his fingers smashed with a hammer <laughs> and then having yeah. a close-up to it of him shaking, going, ah ah, ah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't enjoy that physically as a human being, but I was like, uh, there's something about those movies that are like highly compelling
0: well obviously like you know the evil dead series they fluctuate between horror and comedy some of the movies are a lot more comedic and some of them are more scary and it's like it kind of confirms this thing to me because i feel like it's so intertwined that i think horror and comedy have very similar structure in terms of how you set something up and you pay it off like do you ever have that feeling
1: no i agree because there's definitely moments in rise where i was like super terrified and then there are other moments where i was like laughing super hard dude
0: yeah like one
1: thing that kept getting me was the demon calling the aunt a groupie whore over and over and over (laughs) again i was like dude this is one hell of a slut shaman demon we got in this movie right now this is kind of
0: hilarious oh and it's a perfect setup too that you have like these two sisters one of them is uh not technically a groupie but she's borderline a groupie and on a band you know she's
1: a guitar technician Guitar yeah yeah respect women dog (laughs)
0: and and she's like she's a guitar technician and she didn't suck anybody else off to get that job okay (laughs) and she's like what any what like a normal you know well, like in comparison her sister, she's what somebody would call like a failure. And then her sister's she's a bit like, of a black sheep in the family for sure. Yeah, and then her sister's like a good mom. And so the obvious setup is like, oh, the good mom has to get possessed. Like yeah. that th- that has to be the, the way this goes because then you're creating that you're creating an arc for the character that's irresponsible, you know, that she now kind of has yeah. to take a stand. Yeah. She gets a nice redemption arc. Yeah, for and sure. it's also like, set up at the beginning when she finds out she's pregnant, so you're like, Oh, she needs to find out how to be a mom. <laughs> like, right oh, yeah, circle. yeah, yeah, that's also true. I forgot yeah. about that, yeah,
1: yeah. That was really like, I-, I thought this one had to be like one of the scarier films in the whole franchise for sure. Like, the fact that there was like small children involved, I was like, This adds a layer of yeah. like horrificness dude because i'm like are they gonna kill the fucking little girl dude like i didn't rule it out of the movie i'm like me they either could,
0: they might kill this little girl dude i genuinely thought well especially since they do kill everyone else <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they kill little boys <laughs> yeah, kill, like, yeah 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 so i love when a movie when it establishes those stakes because they, killed, like, so many they times... killed non-binary children on pride month dude <laughs> Yeah, those, in those the movies, I was like, "That's crazy, yeah. Hollywood! You're
1: fucking going out on a limb here, dude." Uh,
0: that's the pendulum swing. It's like our nation can only get so progressive until we have a movie where, <laughs> where yeah, the- I didn't know,
1: but the new Evil Dead was directed by Ron DeSantis. So
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really got back at Disney with this one. Um,
1: <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what company even produced this film? Like, I don't know who's who's behind
0: it. Um, Does Disney own the company that produced this? No, no. All of the uh, Evil Dead movies are produced by Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers is a new line. So, um, yeah, different, totally different. That's why I was on HBO Max, because Warner Brothers owns HBO. So it's kind of, uh, yeah, that's always been their baby. So they are in direct competition with Disney. So I understand. It would be really funny if, like, over time, Warner Brothers just becomes the right wing uh like like competitor to i was just gonna say like
1: (laughs) it's pretty obvious that they're desperate to compete to uh compete with disney because they just greenlit just like we're just gonna fucking redo harry potter as a tv show and i was like why that's fucking so stupid what are you gonna throw in a few extra quidditch matches what is really
0: what (laughs) What really did
1: the movies not cover
0: yeah that, that needed to be in there to tell the story dude like i like to think that they're because you know how after jk rowling wrote all those books she was like after the fact she was like oh dumbledore's gay and hermione's in a wheelchair and she had like maybe if they just (laughs) if they added all of that stuff like the 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 true jk rowling inclusivity cut that would be that'd be kind of amazing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah no it was uh it is funny that they're just like yeah, they're kind of like the Warner Brothers might be becoming like the conservative movie makers now, dude. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna start producing films for um What's Ben Shapiro's company? The Daily Wire. (laughs) Yeah, they're making like real movies and shit. I'm like, that's crazy,
0: dog. Well, that was the Daily Wire put out this movie called Run, Hide, Fight. It's like Die Hard in a school shooting, right? Is that not? Basically, yeah. (laughs) The story of that movie is interesting because the Daily Wire didn't make that movie. What happened was it was made by this other company and the company went under because the CEO was accused of sexual harassment. And so... The Daily Wire bought the movie. Yeah, so the Daily Wire bought the movie and they put it out, and then a bunch of like the cast and crew of the movie started coming out saying, "Hey, we we're not associated with the Daily Wire." Like, ah, (laughs) that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, because like Thomas Jane was in that. There were a couple like big name actors. Yeah, there was like some pretty big actors in it that I was like, "Huh, are they?"
1: they always just needed like a paycheck during covid or something dude
0: (laughs) i love the idea of like yeah post-covid paychecks like who which which ex-movie stars are gonna do the grift you know yeah that is uh,
1: funny that that like they're like upset that they uh, because their movie wouldn't have gotten put out if daily wire didn't buy it but it is funny that they're like upset and have to be like we're not associated with daily wire (laughs) (laughs) but if you saw the movie that'd be
0: cool but also (laughs) yeah (laughs) With Evil Dead Rise, I saw this one in theaters this year. And for me, like, it was sort of like, this was like the beginning of like the summer movie season to me. It was like going to see a movie that just like made everybody gasp and laugh and like shout. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the perfect, like, I don't know. It's what people I think associate with like most big blockbusters, like the Marvel movies and stuff like that. But like, for me, this was like my actual like roller coaster ride of a movie you know from beginning to end and and it's a pretty
1: wild fucking movie dude like the kills in this one are so aggressively like gruesome yeah like there is one moment in this movie where i almost straight up vomited like i actually gagged (laughs) during dude the scene where she bites that guy's eyeball out and then spits it in that other dude's mouth and he starts choking to death i was like oh god
0: that's the worst that's the worst way to die i just found it that's a reference to uh evil dead too because there's a part where that same gag happens like the eyeball flies across the room into this woman's mouth oh but, yeah it, I, but I, in, I completely forgot about that i haven't watched the old
1: evil deads in probably 10 plus years dude
0: well i think the interesting twist on it is like in that movie it's played for laughs because it just like goes in her mouth and she spits it out yeah but in this yeah, one yeah. it's like what if it just went right to the back of your throat and you started yeah, choking? right
1: in your directly in your esophagus and you started choking <laughs> dude first yeah. of all you wouldn't I You have to suspend your disbelief there because you wouldn't choke on an eyeball. I feel like it's soft enough that you could just be like gulp and just fucking force that shit down and then you just go start punching the demon, dude. Like You just (laughs) spit that dude's eye into my mouth. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, dude.
0: And then you you find
1: out it has super
0: strength and it fucking rips you apart. Do you feel like there's this sort of... I don't know. There's like this uh, uh, nihilism to Evil Dead that most like zombie movies don't have where it's like... You know, in a zombie movie, oh, your mom gets bit by the zombie and she becomes one, but now she's not your mom anymore. Yeah, but well, in this one, like, it's like your mom gets bitten, but she still retains memories of like oh, who you are. Yeah, so yeah. she's going to say horrible things about you, but also she's totally gone. There's no bringing her back. That's you definitely have to
1: gruesome her too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a gruesome aspect, and then another gruesome aspect is the fact that like in a regular zombie movie, like the zombies aren't even aware that they're like hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Like they're just brainless and they're trying to eat. Like the demons in the Evil Dead movie are like so and so antagonistic that it's like yeah. it's truly like disturbing. You're like, yeah, that's what a real fucking demon would act like, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, and th- th- you know, there's some of that old. I don't know if it started with The Exorcist, but there's this idea like if you get possessed by a demon, you're just gonna keep threatening to like suck people's dicks and like you're just gonna like just like just, just stereotypical, yeah, exactly. Put just it in like my face, <laughs> just like dirty. I can spin talk. my head around. That'll feel good.
1: <laughs> I have a, that's a pretty good Exorcist impression, dude. I've never that was even a tried that. Never even tried yeah. that, dude. You just pulled that one out. Pull that one out, dude. I love Uh, The Exorcist. That's also a phenomenal fucking film franchise, dude.
0: It's so good. Well, and they both tap into that idea of like, it's just scary to have somebody close to you not be them Uh, anymore. You know? Never, I.
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. I avoid the third one because there's got to be something about that movie. It's like it fucked with Dahmer's head pretty bad. I'm like, I'm going to not ever watch that again. (laughs) You know that? Did you know that about Dahmer that he would watch? Exorcist 3 every single day like multiple times that's like crazy. that's there's got to be something about that movie that fucks with people's heads. people so
0: specifically good, dude. 3 that's so fascinating specifically 3 I'm like he, yeah. yeah it's such an odd um, fucking well I, usually if you get in like groups with like a lot of film nerds and stuff like you go to conventions and there's always like some guy who's like that like well wow, Exorcist 3 is actually better than one and it's it's terrifying to know that that's what Dahmer was like he was just kind of yeah like, yeah like he was just a little too not like exorcist one was too mainstream to say that was your favorite (laughs) yeah yeah it's just it's just
1: too big too big of a movie but yeah yeah, dude this uh what was your favorite part of like the new like Uh... evil dead movie not even like scene i mean you could do scene but like just aspect was there something about this one that you were like well that's kind of Um... a game changer
0: well, obviously the setting's a game changer. I, I, I think uh I think I just appreciated how individual and like contained it is. Like it is just all in this one apartment building. It obviously is like tangentially tied to the other Evil Dead movies, but it it's not like about it's not dependent on stuff you should already know. It's not setting up another movie. It's just like
1: yeah, it does nice a pretty good stuff. job of explaining the like premise of the movie without you needing to see the other ones. I would agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean gore wise, the the gag, the thing that like really got me was when the uh, the 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 sister, the short haired sister, uh-huh. uh, starts eating the glass, and you Hated see it. it. You see it going, going through, through the throat. yeah it uh, pokes like, out
1: her neck i was like yeah uh, i hate that yeah it's like i yeah. fucking hate that dude
0: <laughs> yeah though, that was incredible. that's pretty brutal <laughs> like the it's, opening it's...
1: scene is horrific too that one's terrifying yeah dude. girl like, gets her
0: scalp ripped out well that, that
1: that's disgusting but like i was saying the the thing that's really scary about that is the demon reading the book while it's reading your book while it's turned around dude yeah. if that happened to me i would be like nope i'm leaving right the fuck i would be gone in two seconds dude yeah, I wouldn't be sticking around, being like, "Sister, are you okay?" They're like, you're obviously possessed.
0: That opening sequence does sort of feel like the producers were like, "Ah, you got to have a scene in the woods." So, yeah, we're just, yeah, we're, we're gonna have a scene because that it doesn't really have anything to do with the story. It's like, well, oh, neither does some...
1: the opening scene in the first reboot. It's, just, I think, it's just kind of yeah. just like it's just kind of show like I think it's just a quick way to show new viewers how like brutal these
0: demons are yeah and also i think nowadays audiences are a little less patient and it's like you got to show them something really gross at the beginning so you can be like don't worry like we're not going to start off slow and get to it it's like all right here's something really gruesome yeah. now we're this gonna movie get to is going to be
1: absolutely fucked the whole time
0: yeah 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 because yeah. well, the, now they're thinking about it's not just buying tickets to a movie and you're like well i already paid for my tickets i'm gonna stay here people are gonna tune in on hbo max and they can just duck out whenever they want so you got to make sure you've hooked them like right yeah yeah what do you think of the mom when she initially like gets back as
1: a demon and she just fucking family guy vomits all over the floor that was great just an obscene amount of vomit i was like yo dude
0: that that's the moment that traverses the between horror and comedy for sure yeah yeah prolonged vomit is like always funny (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly but it's also horrific because it's just
0: disgusting yes yeah it's a combination of the two best of both worlds God, people vomit every single color in the movie almost
1: yeah yeah there's blood gets vomited the white stuff yeah that girl starts Uh, vomiting up bugs that that would be the worst way to go out i think vomiting bugs start puking up bugs dude i'd be like yeah i'm gonna kill myself right now dude before the demon takes over
0: I wouldn't even try to make it past that yeah I'd be like (laughs) I'd be tapping out I'd be like I'm done yeah yeah um (laughs) and then uh I mean it's like the other thing that makes these a little more nihilistic than like a zombie movie is like oh that's your mom she's a zombie Shoot her in the head it's over with but like you have to completely you have to obliterate the person you love who's a demon in these (laughs) movies you have to like make sure there's Absolutely, like nothing left of their body, because it's always yeah. Gonna no, come back. you you don't even get to like
1: yeah. Exactly. You, you you might be lucky to get some ashes at the end of the situation. <laughs> That's yeah. like your best case scenario.
0: <laughs> yeah, something for burial at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it's still like, I mean, this is a movie that it's not quite as dark and serious as the. I think it was the 2012 reboot. Whatever that. Whatever you. That, that was like was 2017, about. actually. I don't think so. No, I was living in Thailand was it when that really came out. that long ago. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Dude. It was like 2012. Um, and then like that movie was more serious. And then they had Oh, the
1: 2013. Ash- okay. That's wow. It's been 10 years since that came out. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. dude.
0: Yeah. And, well, and then I remember after that movie came out, they did the Ash versus Evil Dead show. Did you ever watch that? Uh no, but I heard it was fun. It's like, good. I heard it was a good time it's a great time and it's three seasons but that one kind of really goes back to the comedy you know of like evil Dead yeah. Two. um and then this one feels like yeah it's more serious but there's a couple more moments that still like wink at you and th- there's like those audience applause moments like when she finally like has the uh like the shotgun and the and the um the chainsaw at the end and she's like you know let's go or like whatever yeah yeah like, y- you gotta have Total those little badass moments. dude yeah, the total I, badass. I love that they pause. just refuse to
1: drop the chainsaw thing. I'm like, no. perfect. That has to be in every movie. You're right, guys. You're absolutely right about that.
0: Yeah. Dude,
1: you can recycle ideas as much as you want, as long
0: as they work. Like, that's that's one that really fucking works every time. Exactly. And it's it's rewarding you. They wait so long before you get to the chainsaw. You yeah. already get invested in the characters and everything that's happening. And then it's like, all right, you've stuck around this long. Now we'll give you a chainsaw. And I think that's Yeah, great. yeah.
1: So. yeah they it's a fun movie for sure dude i really like i didn't expect to enjoy it as much i felt like it was going to be kind of a cash grab and be kind of shitty yeah uh and it was really good
0: well it's uh also i mean sam raimi and bruce campbell are still producers on the movie so like yeah they i think sam raimi at least is selective in like who he wants to direct the movie and stuff like that because it's his you know it's their baby so like i feel like they have you know they at least want to make sure that whoever's doing it is going to do a good job do the uh, series justice yeah 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 and the director i'd never lee cronin i'd never seen any of his movies before but he did a great job and it's yeah it's a lot of fun uh there's there's a brief did you catch the bruce campbell cameo in the movie no there's uh when the kid is listening i also love that the plot gets started because like a goth kid finds a record that he wants to play like yeah i know like he's
1: just like obsessed with this dark book i'm like of course you would be edgar Allan poe the fuck are you doing over here dude
0: yeah yeah and he's like oh shit vinyl and then (laughs) like the the way they set that up that he's you know uh he already like has a turntable of (laughs) vinyl yeah but he plays the vinyl and uh one of the voices on there is bruce campbell like he's Uh, kind of,
1: yeah he's the
0: voice of like the priest
1: yeah yeah
0: okay nice yeah. i didn't realize that that's sick. um yeah yeah it's it's cool and um I, I also wanted to say one of my favorite things watching movies like this so like do you ever like watch when you're in the first half of the movie and it's kind of like just the characters hanging out and you're kind of setting up the situation mm-hmm. do you ever like start trying to figure out like how like what like what stuff is going to happen based on what's set up like I, like i'll get like Like there's a part where like they throw scissors on the floor, and I immediately start wincing because I'm like, oh fuck, somebody's gonna use those scissors later. Like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I do with these movies. I definitely keep an eye out for it. Yeah, sometimes it's a little bit harder to spot, but you start noticing it uh, immediately upon second watch. You start noticing all those little details for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, there's like, I don't know. Do you have a preference between like horror movies like this and maybe more like? because now we're in sort of this boom of like maybe we're at the tail end of it but there's like a kind of resurgence of like psychological horror like there's like hereditary and you know and like the witch and all this stuff i I feel Mm. like movies like this movies like this are kind of like that pendulum swing like kind of fighting back like okay we still need to have our fun gory movies like for a theater yeah dude i think i personally prefer horror
1: like this because like Look, I think Hereditary is a pretty scary movie, but it's not Mm. scary like all the way through. There's a lot of parts of Hereditary where it's just kind of like, it's just a normal movie, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) And then there's parts that are fucking terrific. Yeah, there's parts that are fucking terrifying. But like, yeah, I would say I I really like movies like this more because they actually scare me more. The idea of getting mauled to death by a demon is a lot more... (laughs) scary than just getting possessed by one i guess yeah or having
0: your family fall apart Ooh, it's so scary are you a physical watcher when you watch movies like this like do you jump a lot or like cover your face uh i
1: don't cover my face but yeah occasionally i didn't think this one really has a lot of like jump scares necessarily because i think jump scares are kind of cheap and like jump scares get me though like i but it's, like, a thing I, like, it's a thing I really hate about movies like the, uh all the conjuring movies and, like, haunting movies and shit like that. Yeah. I think there's, like, they're, like, cheap scares where it's just, like, showing what, like, a real gruesome, violent act. Like, that's just going to be scary no matter what.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, like, well, the thing about jump scares is it's all about the noise. Like, it's not about what you're actually giving to yeah. us. It's about.
1: Sometimes it'll, it'll be, like, a cat. Like, running past somebody who right. thought it was going to be a scary thing. And just or it's like, like a friend oh, you touching stupid his shoulder. bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always hate, yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> you just want to scream at the director, like, stop doing that, dude. Yeah. Stop I, I, doing uh, that. I was talking to Gracie because she went to the movies last night. And it's like, there's like a loud jump in, in that movie. And I was just like, oh, how would you react to that? She was like, I thought somebody was shooting up the theater. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's... Oh, no. N- nowadays, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> What's the big jump in that movie in Evil Dead? Maybe I'm not remembering it oh, in in this movie, there's only a couple big jumps like there's like uh, she it was a different movie she saw, but uh, oh, okay. in this movie, like uh, yeah, there's not really like there's some stuff like, when the when you're looking through the keyhole and you're kind of anticipating like the mom's just gonna like poke her head out in front of oh the camera, yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. and stuff like that that's cool too I I loved how they played those sequences all from the perspective of the keyhole like so oh, you're yeah. really you you can you don't know where she is when she's not in front of it I think that's a really like effective way to do a scare too
1: yeah yeah it's like building uh, suspense because you're like where the hell is she <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and and in terms of ice like escalation the what do you think about the big uh the big monster that they form (laughs) with all of the yeah all of the dead that was
1: that was crazy (laughs) i wasn't expecting that and it was like super disturbing i was like oh yeah that's that's disgusting
0: dude i hate that yeah that's great we not not enough movies do stuff like that like just real like grotesque body horror like it reminds me like the thing like like my favorite movies like from the 80s you know
1: yeah it felt like it was kind of like an homage to the thing a little bit
0: yeah yeah it's like really cool and it's practical too it's not like for a lot of it it's not like a big cgi thing it's like they built like a creature you know like yep and then they shoved eight extras into that suit dude and we're like fucking get in there you're making
1: 150 dollars for this 12-hour shift
0: get in there just some poor sweaty guy that (laughs) wants to wants to make it in hollywood one day and this is this is what he's doing
1: i have no respect for myself so i'll get in the suit
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's either this or i'm a nude body double so desperate
1: for validation put me in
0: the suit guys (laughs) Uh, but now he has this movie to show people and go, That's me, yeah. That, that one you know leg it was like, That one yeah, leg is might- mine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was like really threw me for a loop,
1: and I wish this would have happened at some point in the movie because they're in Los Angeles, they're in the yeah. city, right? Right, yeah. So I was like, Yo, where are the boys in blue right now, dude? <laughs> where is LAPD? That <laughs> would make this whole movie fucking so much better than what it is if the cops showed up and then started laying some lead into the demon and they're like all right boys good job let's go fucking get some donuts or whatever (laughs) and then the demon cut rises back up and just mauls the lapd to fucking death dude that would have been sick
0: that'd be fantastic well we can't do that like dude where are the boys in blue man we can't do that because i know we defunded them whatever dude warner brothers loves the cops they're (laughs) (laughs) really no i'm just we're making them the official right wing but uh, oh yeah that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, they, they love the police dude but th- that would be so great too because i'm also like anytime i'm watching like a slasher movie or something and then like five new characters show up i'm like oh like oh, yeah, i'm yeah, yeah, so exactly. excited Halfway like, through oh, the movie, like, oh you guys are about to get it dude <laughs> yeah y'all, yeah.
1: y'all should have stayed home <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. just when the body count's dwindling, you're like, oh, there's only like two characters left to kill. You get like a whole bunch of fresh meat shows up yeah. and you're like, oh, cool. Oh, they're right. about to
1: be saved and you check your watchers you're like, there's 50 minutes left in this movie. These guys are about to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no horror yeah, movies, dude. no no horror movies just going to have a bunch of cops save the main characters at the end. You can't do that. That's just unsatisfying. No, 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 yeah? no, 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 no. Not in today. <laughs> Not, Not in, in today's, today's
1: special landscape, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the cop uh, would save... Uh, they would, uh, here's how it they, would, they, they would save, save the, the white saviors they would save um they would save everybody but then accidentally shoot one of the people that they were <laughs> yeah. trying to save <laughs> they would accidentally kill at least one they wouldn't just save everybody and be a hero
0: oh i was gonna ask because you mm-hmm. were saying that you are a bit jumpy sometimes when you watch stuff like this Would you, would you have the confidence to like watch a movie like this on a date or something or do you feel like you'd show show your cards too much if you were jumping.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't no, I don't, I don't think it would. No. I don't, I'm not like a big jump scare guy, but like the ones that are set up really well, dude, like some, sometimes they'll get me a lot of times. I know it's coming, so it doesn't get me, but sometimes it, it will be unexpected still and get me. But yeah. I just, I just think I probably wouldn't watch this movie on a date. Cause I wouldn't want my date to think I'm fucked up in the head <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. like, are you enjoying this? And I'm like, not really,
0: but also a lot at the same time. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, you, that would be real Jeffrey Dahmer type of behavior. Like, we're just going to watch Evil Dead rise and yeah. then you can go.
1: Yeah. You want to go see The Exorcist 3 with me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never seen the
1: first two. It doesn't matter. You only need to see the third one. Yeah. That's where all the answers lie. <laughs> and
0: when, when I heard about that, <laughs> when I heard about that, because I didn't know about The Exorcist 3 thing until the Dahmer miniseries came out. And then I, I hid my Exorcist 3 Blu-ray because I was like, I don't want people to see it when uh, they come in. <laughs> aren't, your, aren't your DVDs alphabetized too? They're all alphabetized. You can find it right next to Exorcist 1 and 2 over there. <laughs> <laughs> How did you hide it? Did you just like put like a like a painting oh. in front of it? <laughs> no, I just, I just moved it. I just put oh, it with okay, the books. Okay. I put it with the books because nobody ever looks there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn straight, dude. It's because you only have comedians over at your house exactly <laughs> they're not they're not heading over to the bookshelf me like i wonder what yeah. johnny's reads are this month
0: yeah We should yeah. start a comedian book club guys <laughs> i put it right between the presidential biographies they're not going to touch those you know yeah yeah that's, i only have i only buy boring books just for the sake of hiding things that comedians won't want to see yeah that's... <laughs>
1: or hiding things that comedians might need to or might want to take from you yeah <laughs> just like like there's actually cocaine all all hidden throughout my bookshelf you know, yeah, gotta, oh,
0: yeah gotta yeah. hide it from though dude in, in this in this hollow out, hollowed out copy of uh war and peace i keep all of my drugs uh nobody <laughs> <laughs> oh dude speaking of coke this is has nothing to do with movies as a podcast
1: but what do you think of the what do you think of the fact that the white house found like 5.5 kilos of cocaine hydrochloride? Wait, where did they find it? I didn't hear this. Dude, in like the White House, in like a part oh. of the White House, they found a duffel bag with 5.5 <laughs> kilograms of cocaine hydrochloride. And then every news article I read about it is like, by the by the way, cocaine hydrochloride is used as an antiseptic in um in dentistry. And you're like, Yeah, but five point five kilograms? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Do, do they have an in-house dentist?
0: No, <laughs> like, I mean yeah. I was
1: like I brought it up cuz I'm like it seems pretty obvious who left it laying around the White House. Am I am I crazy for thinking that? <laughs> am I crazy for thinking that Hunter let one of his bags get away from him?
0: I don't know. I f- yeah, probably that, that's that's pretty fair. Um That's probably what happened, dude. <laughs> that's most likely what happened. I don't I think- can't think of any other reason
1: for 5,500 grams of cocaine hydrochloride to be laying around the White House. (laughs) I don't know if you understand. I I know because you're not a drug person because you're like a good human being. So I don't know if you understand (laughs) just how much 5.5 kilos is. That's like a ginormous duffel bag's worth of Coke.
0: I love the idea that to Hunter Biden, that's the amount that you would just leave somewhere and forget about. (laughs) Yeah, this should be safe here in the Oval Office. (laughs) 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 I'll just tuck this in Lincoln's bedroom. Because in comparison, in terms of presidents themselves who have done Coke, uh mm, all it's of them? Re- yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's the people have on pretty good authority that George W. Bush did it and and Trump definitely does it. Uh because he's named Trump was either
1: on cocaine or whacked out on Adderall his entire presidency.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason for him to be tweeting at four in the morning if he's not on cocaine. <laughs> Well, every now and then, what do you think Biden's on? Because when sometimes, because I know for the most part he's sleepy, but every now and then they'll just like put him on TV and he's just suddenly got Vibrance. the juice. Dude, he's on yeah. he's
1: definitely on like stimulant medication. I would say probably like Vivance or some shit like that. Or maybe that's okay. the reason that there's an Adderall shortage because we have to give all of it to Joe Biden <laughs> <laughs> to keep him functional every time. And he
0: still can't talk, dude. Dude. Dude, also, the, the, this is the last thing the government better him. the government better try to come take my Adderall. All right. Yeah, yeah. Is, these are my gums. <laughs> also,
1: I, I will say this uh, about this is the last thing I'll say about his presidency. Somehow, my man has garnered a compilation of him falling down that is longer than most NBA players' highlight reels. <laughs> it's like yeah. eight minutes, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's and everybody's impressive. like cut him some slack. The first couple of times, everybody's like cut him some slack. People fall, it happens, and now everybody's like, dude, he's falling a lot.
0: It's I'm, a I'm, lot. I want to believe he's doing it on
1: purpose because he's just giving the that would be really really funny. Yeah, I would like him more if he
0: was doing it on purpose. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, our president's trolling. That's great. <laughs> I like to picture behind the scenes, Biden's like totally fine. Like he's yeah. This is this is just some kind of harmless old codger act that he's doing. Oh Ooh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, back to the movie. Um,
1: this yeah. kind of this is something that like stuck out to me, and it kind of reminds me of like Pat Sievert's bit about um, like Pennywise the clown being woke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was the fact that they're the two kids in the movies that aren't like little kids. They're both clearly like LGBTQ. Like one's trans, and I think one's non-binary, mm.
0: and the demon Once tra- is the is the son trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the sun tra- That that actor is trans. I did not catch. I did. I had no idea. No,
1: he crazy. he really looks very much like a man. um Yeah. But yeah, no, the thing that really like stuck out to me, I was like, dude, the demon hasn't been transphobic one time <laughs> in this whole yeah. movie. Not that I wanted <laughs> it to, but I was just like, it shocked me that like a demon who's about to murder a little girl wouldn't yeah. one time even be like actually you're a girl right <laughs> <laughs> you're a girl
0: get over it <laughs> the, like, the, the demon's like it we're doesn't even watch. happen the demon's like we're gonna watch this matt walsh documentary real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's how the demon
1: tortures the fucking, the lgbt kids <laughs> it's like yeah. um it's like a clockwork orangey the demon just like tapes their eyes over like watch it watch it (laughs) listen to what he has to say about puberty blockers
0: (laughs) uh but no that is amazing because like the the demon you would expect a demon to go for everything you know that's what i
1: was saying i'm like dude are we that like crazy as a society now that a (laughs) demon on screen can't say
0: some shit yeah the, the demon i mean the demon's already slut shaming the sister you it's know, already like, going past woke boundaries it's slut shaming dude yeah, yeah you've already if you're already in the public you're out of the public's good graces you might as well i think you, you know, might as well go, so full, bore, yeah. go full
1: bore dude yeah i mean he he kills both of them which is a
0: hate crime so that's, that's, that's true fucked up dude <laughs> well may, maybe as long maybe as long as the demon hasn't pointed out its own xenophobia then it's not technically a hate crime like it's like it's wait, like xenophobia Xenopho- like any type of like you know like homophobia or transphobia or whatever like like oh because
1: like, oh, i was like wait well how is the demon xenophobic and then i'm like well he did kill like three mexican guys pretty quick in the movie <laughs> so
0: maybe the demon doesn't like people from other countries but but also like yeah, yeah i think the demons protected from hate crime uh uh accusations as long as it didn't say all of those things you know yeah it's yeah. like it's like that onion joke about the guy who tries to assassinate obama but he's trying to prove it's not because he's black like it, it's that
1: <laughs> i've never heard of that onion bit but that is really oh, funny i'll send that it that is to you. really really, really fucking funny dude yeah, is it like a yeah. video or an article it's a video yeah okay yeah. their videos are amazing on that site dude. They're, really they're always good. the actors yeah yeah um
0: but you did have me thinking though when you started talking about the cocaine in the white house i feel like the natural progression if this is the direction we're going to keep going with evil dead movies evil dead in the white house would be sick
1: dude oh my god yeah the necronomicon shows up and fucking joe biden is like (laughs) hunter
0: can't help himself to fucking activate the book dude (laughs) <laughs> and then Hunter has, I, I, like, I liked, Hunter's the hero of this one. Hunter has, to, like, he's the like, hero of the country right now, so why wouldn't he be the right? hero of the movie? Well, Hunter is the equivalent of the the groupie sister. He's, like, the the misfit from the family, you yeah, know, yeah, has yeah. to prove That's himself. A point. That's a good point. Yeah, and now the responsible old man, Joe, maybe he becomes the deadite, and now Hunter has to take a stand and save the country in the White House.
1: Dude, the president as a deadite would be fucking sweet dude also i didn't know that the demons or the people that when they're like taken over i didn't re- know that they were referred to as deadites in the fan base i really didn't know that
0: yeah i don't think they say it out loud in like no that's like movies. a fan thing for sure yeah i yeah. didn't know that yeah that's interesting it just kind of i don't even know where i first heard it it just like i learned it just became part a good of the term level. i like it it's a good term
1: but i never yeah. heard it before so thank you
0: Yeah. no yeah no problem um <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i like i'll say in the movie i like the little girl too like she's a good yeah. kid actress
1: yeah i thought it was funny when she was like you're gonna be a good mommy and she's like thank you and you're like she's like you know to lie to kids i was like oh, yeah. oh that's not what you want to hear when you're trying to kill the demon <laughs> <laughs> your fucking niece has zero faith in you dude yeah
0: yeah this little girl's and,
1: just accepting death right now
0: and she's also snarky about it like yeah, she's also yeah. making
1: it a joke she's kind of <laughs> telling you you ain't shit at the same time
0: yeah yeah well uh, no the, th- chance in the theater i remember getting a big laugh when she looks through the the uh, you know the hole in the door the people and the mom's there and she's pretending just to be the mom you know oh but she yeah, still yeah. looks like a dead eye oh yeah yeah she's the daughter's like up, dude yeah and the, excuse me and the daughter's like uh oh you don't look too good mom like that just the understatement of that is really funny (laughs) yeah
1: it is really funny dude
0: yeah that that whole scene i was like really hoping that it would
1: kind of flip the horror cliche that kids are dumb on its head i was hoping that like it would scale like right as she's about to open the door it would do something that would scare her so bad that she realizes, no, my mom is gone. Because I, I really thought that the girl was like smarter than that, but I was yeah. wrong, dude. And I, I think that's kind of a misrepresentation of what would happen in that situation. Yeah. I think kids are a little bit smarter than like movies give them credit for. I agree. Yeah. Because if I,
0: I was a little child and that was happening, I'd be like, oh, fuck yourself, mom. You're not getting in here, dude. <laughs> well, I also feel like sometimes the deadites really work against themselves because they're like not th- they're not clever about like hiding like they're totally capable of pretending to be normal but mm-hmm. like if you test them a little bit they'll just suddenly be like oh my god are fucking bitch and like yeah yeah just exactly like, bro, just like hey you've been in hell for
1: eternity and you don't have a little bit of patience is that what <laughs> right, you're telling me right. dude yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that's a great great point actually dude they do flip their shit pretty quick when they're not getting their way yeah maybe they're just that bloodthirsty maybe they're just like really that into killing where they're like i need to do this
0: now that's their cocaine a little bit (laughs) yeah exactly dude yeah the the kids on the other side of the door is their duffel bag (laughs) that they're trying to get to
1: (laughs) hell yeah dude yeah what um, movie did gracie go see the other night that was scary what's what's it, it, scary no, it, in theaters right now
0: it wasn't even a scary movie it was uh she went to go see no hard feelings the jennifer lawrence movie uh oh. but there's like a there's a gag in it with like a long like a loud sound that like uh scares the main the kid uh, okay the okay okay it is a pretty it, i do recommend that movie actually it is pretty funny it's like a oh good, it looks
1: funny i mean yeah. i like jennifer lawrence she's good and attractive yeah. why would i not want to see her movie she's funny yeah
0: yeah definitely and
1: it's, it's she's it's, pretty it's... insufferable in the public perspective like the shit that she says she's pretty oh. fucking annoying but because she's like yeah. oh i'm i'm so
0: normal i'm so yeah, normal yeah. guys i'm yeah, such yeah, a normal yeah, yeah, person yeah, yeah. I, I i i used to think that but i'll be honest i've kind of come back around on her like i've seen more recent interviews oh yeah like, she's chill i don't yeah. know dude i
1: think that when anybody gets that rich and famous at a young age i think you're bound to like say a bunch of stupid shit until you yeah. eventually mature into like full consciousness i guess yeah and did it's you hard. see that did you see that headline the other day about her movie though and like what she said about doing comedies no she said and i'm quoting she goes i was born to play in hard r comedies and everybody was <laughs> like whoa hard R, what's that dude <laughs> everybody on twitter was like yo
0: chill j-lo <laughs> chill j-lo yeah no that, uh, there's been a recurring thing of people not understanding what hard r means like the-
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think they were just doing a gag on twitter that they're just like it is a funny you could have just said rated r comedies yeah or raunchy or anything like that like any right. other way to say it than hard r comedies dude
0: i I was gonna say in terms of celebrities trying to be relatable like i do think like it's just so difficult at that level of fame to try to have any semblance of humanity anymore you know and like one of my favorite stories i've ever heard is that there's i forget who told the story but it's like tom cruise was like hanging out at a party with some other guys and they were all just like chatting about life and he just kind of out of the blue goes man you know what i like having sex with my wife and the, everyone kind of was oh, like oh right. ew dude what but the it's fuck? like tom he's just Cruise, trying to relate yeah he's just such an alien he's just like oh guys like having sex with their wife right <laughs> like, yeah 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 he's just he trying desperately to
1: relate to our nar- poor people uh fuck all their pain away right that's that's <laughs> how they just deal with life <laughs> maybe i can relate to them on that level uh, i only like- fuck for procreation i've had sex a total of three times my whole life <laughs> but that's mainly because i'm gay my name's tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah Uh, um i really want another mission impossible to come out and at the end he's just like by the way like a serious ending at the end of the movie like by the way this isn't part of the movie this is tom talking to everybody i'm i'm gay i'm a gay man
0: (laughs) he just he
1: ferris bueller's
0: towards the screen and just (laughs) (laughs) breaks the fourth wall exactly dude that'd be fun that'd be a good he should do it in the middle of a stunt, like he should be jumping off a cliff. Jumping and like, of I'm a gay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the theater is like, What did he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What?
1: what was that? Am I fucking crazy?
0: Can Just can we ask somebody in the theater to rewind the movie? Parachutes directly into his gay wedding or something? Like,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would rule, dude. I'd be like, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, I am an ally now. Now that Tom is on board, <laughs> now that Tom's finally beat himself, dude, I gotta. Dude, it's I worked That's um, what we need. I, I, I'm a waiter now. I wait tables at this vegan restaurant. I got fired from my cheese job, dude. You know what they told me? You know what these bitch ass motherfuckers told me? They go, unfortunately, it seems like you have a gap in knowledge about cheese. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? No, I don't. (laughs) I learned all your bitch ass cheeses. I know what they're made of. Like, what do you want from me right now? But no, dude, they suck. There (coughs) are uh... there are Swiss
0: there are Swiss size holes in your knowledge of cheese. (coughs) Well, I had to
1: like memorize like what milks the cheeses came from and like what um, like countries and regions certain cheeses came from. And then I also had to memorize like what their like flavor profiles were. And I had done that. But we also constantly got new shit in all the time. So I wasn't like perfect about it every time. But they yeah. fired me. So now I'm waiting oh. tables in uh at this vegan restaurant in Manhattan, and I had to wait. I was the only waiter in on during the day of the Pride Parade. Mm. Yo, it was <laughs> it it was absolutely insane, dude.
0: It oh, was yeah. the
1: wildest thing
0: I think I've ever seen in my whole life, dude. Being a, a, a be, working at a vegan restaurant in the middle of a pride parade is like that. That is be that is cheese on a mousetrap. Like that is <laughs> I mean, even just like the shit that we saw on the streets in between like waiting tables, because
1: there would yeah. be like periods where it'd be like absolutely slam packed. I'm running around like a crazy person. And then it would be like kind of like dying down for a second. And I'd have like a second to like stand outside and look around. Dude, I saw mm. so much like crazy shit that day. They... We saw these two girls. With like a full, like a half of a bottle of Espola tequila. It was like a fifth. And one of them dropped it on the ground and it didn't like, it didn't shatter. Instead, it was like a clean break on the neck to the base. But it like, so like their tequila just goes like spilling everywhere. And like the most they ever even acknowledge it is like her friend getting mad at her for dropping their alcohol. Like they didn't pick up the bottle, they didn't do anything about it. They just kept walking, dude. And I was like, that is the most mind-blowing shit I've ever seen actually.
0: Yeah. 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 God. That's uh uh if Warner Brothers goes down the uh the right wing uh, you know, route, uh Deadite set up Deadite set up a pride parade, sounds like Oh my god. The natural, <laughs> the natural. Yeah, assumption. I don't know.
1: I don't think Twitter would be able to handle that. I think Twitter no. would crash the servers, dude. Twitter would explode. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'd be able to handle that. But it was just like, absolute like, just a wild day, man. It was so crazy. Everybody was like, so fucked up. Oh, like, yeah. On alcohol. It's like, everybody is plastered right now, dude. The re-
0: was the restaurant pretty packed? People coming in? Yeah, like-
1: yeah. And everybody I work with is gay. So, like, everybody had the day off except me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. <laughs> Every other waiter is gay oh. or like, or part of the community, so like Damn they man. all like had to get time off, and I was yeah I did I worked that whole day by myself and it was a shit show it was really difficult but uh that
0: would have been your time to start larping as gay just to get that day off too but, uh, yeah well
1: I I did I did fuck with my boss a little bit because he like a few days later he was asking me if he was like do you do you need the fourth of July off and I was like. <laughs> You know what, dude? Actually, I'm a fucking patriot. So, yeah, I do want my day. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else in here got that Sunday. So you better give me my day, dude. Yeah. He was like, are you serious right now? I was like, no, I'm doing a bit. You're fine. I'll work. I'll work, dude.
0: Yeah. It's double time probably, right?
1: No, not. Oh, I, I, no. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't ask. because I, I didn't think it would be because it's not like a. Well, I guess it is a national holiday.
0: Maybe it was double time. I don't know. Yeah um i pulled up some half star reviews for evil dead rise uh some of these i think are written by people who have never seen an evil dead movie before so sure this first one is a half star out of five they just said horrid foul disgusting that's it okay uh yeah
1: i mean they're not wrong but it is a good movie still
0: yeah this one i kind of like half star i bet over three I bet over three stars this movie has are coming because of the hot mom. Okay. Um, what a hot mom? The ant, you mean? I think they're referring to the
1: mom. The, okay, redhead. the redhead? I don't know, dude. I thought the aunt was hotter than the mom. Maybe that's just me, though, dude.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe I
1: like brunette groupies. Maybe
0: that's my jam, dude. That's yeah, that's I, I, I like brunette groupies. I also like feisty redheads threatening to suck my cock. Uh, so she. I don't think they threaten to suck cock one time in the movie. Does she not? I feel like he threatens oh, to
1: eat the woman, eat your soul, though. She says um, that classic gem. Yeah, from those movies, I, I'll, I'll swallow your soul. soul. Yeah, yeah, I'll swallow your soul.
0: Sorry, I might have projected the cock thing on. So, no, uh, I okay. wish there would
1: have been more of that. Actually, I <laughs> wish it. Yeah, yeah oh um, well there, to be fair i don't think there was any cocks around to suck that's true except I mean, for the three mexican dudes that she kills immediately <laughs> you can't suck them off yeah there's no dicks around to suck dude no dicks around or the demon i'm yeah. sorry you can cut that if you want if there's anything where i'm going to <laughs> too out of line for your pod i don't know what the threshold is on here anymore that's okay you can I don't know whatever what it is you either. need you can cut whatever I've... you need just anybody, listening, anybody listening, anybody listening, know I'm just joking around. I'm just joshing, yeah. dude. I think we're pretty safe. I don't
0: think we've uh quite breached anything. I don't think we've
1: crossed any lines either. But no, I we've, we've,
0: we've, we've tap danced on it a little bit, but I don't think yeah, we've yeah. crossed. Yeah. yeah, I
1: did the cupid shuffle on that, bitch, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so uh, this last review, I, I, it kind of is this is either written by a child or somebody who doesn't speak english as a first language they wrote better my mommy loves me to shit as for the movie it's not a horror movie it's just a sitcom about a crazy woman who loves her children to death this sucks the director sucks too much shit and blood also the movie it's bored and the plot makes no fucking sense There are no sex weapons action anything like that's just wrong (laughs) yeah i mean there's definitely weapons you
1: think it's chainsawed at the end like what do you mean there's a shotgun
0: also like what's
1: what's your definition of action i think there's plenty (laughs) i like that the one of the complaints was there's no fucking in the movie (laughs) it's like where at any point in time would anybody in this movie make that also it's a family stuck together why would you want them to
0: fuck each other you weirdo why particularly in a moment of peril why would that be yeah yeah they're like we're gonna die anyways might as well guys might as well like, i've ew, always dude. wanted to try insects
1: before i go yuck <laughs> that'd be me canceling my hbo
0: max subscription dude i'd be like yo dude hollywood is out of control <laughs> i like that they complain too much shit and blood like they're like they're kind of like appalled but then they say there should be more sex
1: yeah also <laughs> i will say this if if there was a big incest orgy in the movie, I'd be like, damn, Warner Brothers is trying to play to the right wing right now. They really are <laughs> trying to capture Go the to that, Alabama. The Bible thing. Belt crowd. Yeah.
0: Bible Belt, dude. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about Evil Dead Rise before we wrap up? Uh, No, I thought it was a great movie.
1: I had a lot of fun yeah. watching it. It really like it made me cringe a lot with like how fucking violent it was yeah loved loved it dude it like made me recoil in a few parts (laughs) i wasn't exaggerating either when i said i almost threw up when that guy choked on that guy's eyeball like that made me like want to vomit dude
0: yeah oh and that's i mean people talk about you know how great art gets like you know physical emotional reactions out of you. It's like just as much as a movie's good if it makes me cry, Evil Dead Rise yeah. is good because it makes me recoil. You know exactly, like,
1: exactly.
0: But uh, yeah, dude, I think we can probably wrap up. We're at a little over an hour, I think, or coming yeah, up on an hour. Just at an hour. I guess the last thing I wanted to throw at you and, and yeah. I apologize. Uh you might not have a minute to think no, about I got it, plenty but, of time. But uh do you have in your mind what your new ranking of the the five now movies would be? Having seen this one, ooh, um, what's the third one called again?
1: Army the one of where he Dark- like goes back in time, yeah. Army, Army, of, Darkness. Army of Darkness. Okay, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'll go from I'll go from like five to the beginning. I would say yeah. Army of Darkness at five, just because it's mm-hmm. so campy and ridiculous. It's still great. I still love it. Yeah. Then I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the I'm going to put Evil Dead 2 probably right there. Right beneath it. Also great, but very campy. Uh, I'm going to put the remake at the very top of my list. I think that's the best one. That's my most enjoyed one. I'm going to put this new one right underneath Evil Dead 2. And then I'm going to put Evil Dead 1. In second place, like the original classic Evil Dead. Yeah. But
0: That's
1: I like cool. the reboot yeah. better than all of them for sure. Like the original classic reboot, that one's particularly fucked up.
0: Yeah. And in general, this is one of those rare movie franchises, especially one of those rare horror franchises where like every single one is still good, at least, you know? Yes. None They're all worth watching at
1: all. They're yeah. all fantastic, dude.
0: And also you can have a marathon of them and not feel like you've watched the same movie a bunch of times. Like you feel like they're all very distinct. They all kind of have their own tones, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Completely it's really agree, man. Completely agree. Great, great film series, dude. Uh, so before I let you go, um, this is the, this is the plugging part. You have a podcast with Kyle. Uh, yeah yeah what's Uh, what's the what's the concept all that kind of stuff
1: so the podcast is called unless you live hardcore um we mostly talk about like metal and hardcore music or just like pop culture uh, regarding those topics but like a lot of it dude i think like the dynamic that we're finding out is working the best is kind of us just making fun of how ridiculous the genre can be like there'll be like parts where we actually like review a song and take it kind of seriously or semi seriously. But like for the most parts, it, it's just us being little haters, dude. And we're just kind of making fun of a lot of how ridiculous that genre is. Like we love it. We wouldn't be making fun of it if we didn't love it. But I still want the podcast to be funny. And I think that world is like rife with comedic material. So it's been I think that's the dynamic that's been working the best
0: yeah yeah it's a great podcast and, and you guys are really great together um thank you man uh do you, anything else you're working on anything coming out or um
1: no i've just been grinding away at stand up man uh trying to just trying to do as much comedy as possible i'm saving up for like a really nice camera right now so i can film more content or film other comedians and then nice yeah uh i guess i'll plug my editing business that's starting to thrive a little bit if any comics are listening to this and they want clips uh that are keyframed and captioned for social media i do that very well you can ask johnny he's yeah you just did one
0: for me it was great well anyways man thanks for having me on i appreciate it thank you man uh i'm happy you asked me on and uh you're welcome back anytime yeah
1: man i'll let i'll let you know when i want to come back for sure i had to find a movie that's like worth talking about like that because this one was fucking great dude